Welcome to Postcast, where tonight the Utah Jazz got hammered early and Miami continued to bring the heat all night long. A somewhat gallant effort late made it look not as bad as it was, but it was pretty ugly, and we'll talk about it coming up on Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by the store at 600 South and 20th East, right over here at the Gateway as well. And uh, I'm going to need mudslide cookies. Yeah. Yeah, you'll need, you'll need to have those going home, David, so you can. Yes. All right, Ron. Um, okay, there's probably, let's let's think. So the fans' real question is, uh-oh, how 96 minutes of basketball, the Jazz have been thoroughly outplayed by Indiana and Miami. Uh, how concerned are you about what's going on with this basketball team right now? I'm concerned about the way we're playing. Uh, I'm concerned about. The, the way we're losing, uh, do I have concerns that the Jazz can't turn this around? I don't think so. I, I think, I think that you know it, it's hard losing at home, uh, but the teams that are beating the Jazz have something, or they're at a place where the Jazz would like to get to. I think let's put it that way, and and especially the Miami Heat, or Indiana out rebounded. That that's a concern. But Miami's style of play, I love it. I like the way they play. I like the way that the movement, uh, there's always activity going on on the weak side of the floor when the ball's on the strong side. It, they just do a good job of, of getting uh, everyone involved and, and uh, to the point where they can pass the basketball and hit the open man. Jazz made a really nice effort late to get back into it. The bright spot on that is Boyan Bogdanovich got rolling, and I think we – you know, Boyan making some shots is pretty important because we just have a lot of guys that are not playing very well right now, and to have Boyan heat up would be yeah, valuable. Yeah. He ended up uh, in the fourth quarter with 19 points in the fourth quarter, so 6 of 12 overall and 5 of 9 from 3, which is great. So that's the good news. Um, I'm going to go back to this, though. I, I stopped thinking about this game to some extent. Boyan shooting would be the one exception at the end of 3. It's 95 to 69. You're down 26 with 12 minutes left. You're not, you're not coming back to win. There's 24 possessions to be played, and you're down 26. Like you're, it doesn't happen. Our win percentage was below one percent from about a minute left in the third quarter. So to me, like, okay, let's stop there. At that moment in time, the Jazz defense of rating was a 137. Ron, I think Miami's def- offensive rating in the third quarter was like a 175. If you want my concern. There's an overall effort level that to open the game was horrendous by multiple players that, like, is concerning. But we're not very good defensively. We're going to be about 13th or 14th in the league defensively after tonight. That's the calling – was the calling card of a Rudy Gobert in the middle team. The idea was we could be good offensively, and if we have Rudy, we'd be great. Teams are making Rudy less and less impactful every night, and it's that to me – is unnerving because we've seen if Rudy is not impactful defensively, as much as guys are trying, we're not big, we're not strong, we're undersized, and we're not very good defensively. And so if you want my first level of concern is that if Rudy's not able to impact at the dominating level he was last year, we had the greatest defensive season ever, that's that's it. That's my concern. Okay. Uh, I I like that, and I think it is totally a a concern, but if 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 we're relying on Rudy to to impact the basketball games, 
uh, as much as we did last year, that's not going to happen because teams are playing us a lot different now. Um, and so everyone has to has to defend their and, and defend their yard. I mean, they're taking it. And then David also the I think the effort that the Jazz put out in that fourth quarter could benefit the next basketball game if they realize that the level of of of, of urgency or the the level of, that they have to play in order to win in this league anymore. I mean, they just can't bring, walk the ball up the floor. I mean, you have to really get after it. It, you know, to make some good things happen. And we just got a lot of guys not playing well, right? Yeah. Like Jordan had a great first quarter tonight at 14 points. got us back in the game. And and that would be the other thing. It's a little, like, maybe is that for us to play well right now is these kind of, like, major flurries by an individual, right? But Clarkson goes crazy in Atlanta. So we played well in the second half. We were not playing well in the first half of that game. And frankly, the last time we really played well was that Atlanta game in that second half with Clarkson going bananas. We played well at the end of the first quarter night. Clarkson's going bananas, but Mike Conley hasn't been very impactful for two games. Joe's in a five-game slumber. Bogey until he got hot in that fourth quarter. Like, that's not who this team was. It didn't take these, like, one-off insane little flurries for us to get going. It used to be a kind of awesome collective effort. So, offensively, we're not getting it done. Defensively, we're struggling there as well because, I mean, you just talked about Rudy and uh, not impacting the ball game defensively, so we're not getting it done there. Then we got players struggling, so the makeover right now needs to start right now, uh, and and one of those side of the ball has to get better to uh, stay in basketball games to give yourself a chance to win. You do feel like at times if we just made shots again, then you're in the half court defense more. Our half court defense is elite. Rudy can impact games more when we're in transition. Rudy's not as impactful. We're then. The fact we're small shows up in transition defense because we we can't fill space the same way. Like it does feel like it's all kind of a cycle on top of each other. That yeah. if just some of these some of our shots start to fall, it would all feel a lot better. And I know this is a cliche, and we say it all the time about the offense. Which comes first? Offense initiates good defense, or the defense makes you play better offense. I mean, which do you get the most out of? And and it just depends if you're a defensive team. And, and not that well good of an offensive team, but this is a very good offensive team. Uh, Rudy makes our defense go, but I think right now he needs help. Um, and But the offense is definitely, definitely has to get better in order for us to, to make that run. Take some questions. Lee Christensen says, really painful. Looked like they just packed. I think he meant lacked energy. I really don't get it. And I, I think we would agree. The, the yeah. early energy of the first quarter and the early energy of the third quarter were – we're hard to understand. Kind they, of a, uh, they, they outscored us, David, in, in those middle quarters, sixty-eight to forty-three. Yeah, that's sixty-eight. Third to quarter used to be our best quarters. quarter. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you know, even just early, like the game is lost in about a three-minute sequence. If if you go back and look at the play-by-play, we're down. T- we don't close the second quarter well. Ron on the broadcast says, "Hey, we got a chance to get this thing down to six. You should be really happy if we can do that." And then they don't close that well, and they end up down 10. But you're not out of it at 10 at halftime. But all of a sudden, to open up the open up the half, they um, the, third the third quarter, quarter. Tyler Hero hits a three. Uh, Tyler Hero hits a three, gets uh, and then makes it 62-48. We're down 14. Uh Tucker comes out, hits a three because go. We make a switch and put Gobert on Tucker, and he hits a three. 
Donovan misses. Robinson, who we should never let get free, hits a three. And then we we miss, and we have Bogdanovich gets a technical foul. Guys don't get back defensively. And next thing you know, it's 68-51 within two minutes, and it's over. Yeah. Like, I, I get the league has swings, but, I mean, I can pull up win prob. I'll, I'll give it to you. The Jazz win probability for the open of halftime was at 40%. And by the 10-minute mark of – by the time what just happened happened, it was down to 16% in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like, bad. that can't happen. Back doors, uh, running off screens, knocking down three-point shots. That third period for the, for the Heat. Parker wants to know, Ron. Went two for three from the three-point line. Yeah. Parker wants to know about those back cuts. He says the inability to guard the face cut is very concerning. Are they changing anything defensively, and why would they be so bad at communicating on those right now? Why are we so bad? Yeah, about- like we got hit. I mean, out of back cuts, we're getting hit on every night. It's yeah. just ex- well, extensive. You have guys like Hero, Duncan Robinson, um, Boyan. You can add him in on on that. Donovan's pretty good at it that's so good at running off screens and using the screens. So you start cheating. You start cheating a couple of times. Jordan Clarkson was just topside. I mean, he had topside so much that that was an easy back door for Hero or Robinson to get to the basket, knock down uh, the, uh, an easy layup. So you're so concerned about giving up that jumper off screen that you just start cheating it and, and you get back door. Now, the Jazz like to chase over the top, you know, because they don't want to give up those threes. But Miami does such a good job of ball movement. And you, like I said, there's lots going on on the weak side of the ball that I think really helps the strong side of the basketball. All right, final thing from Paul Clayton. I'm worried. These last few games have been horrific. Tell me something to be positive about. Boyan Bogdanovich got his shot back. Look terrific late. I'll be positive about that. Six for 12, five for nine in the fourth quarter. He got aggressive offensively. I know you said he missed a couple of times and could have lobbed it to Rudy. I mean, yes, he should have lobbed that basketball to Rudy instead of taking that that shot. But he's got to get himself going. I mean, he's got to start playing with the basketball a little bit more so than waiting for someone to break the defense down so he can shoot a three. He's... His corner threes, he's getting more of his three-point shots from that right corner. And that's and that's where he sits half the time, in that right corner, waiting for a draw and kick or something like that. So getting a little bit more offensive-minded. But what I want him to do, like to see him do more than anything, he's got to help rebound. Yeah. He's definitely got to help rebound. My other positive for you, you got a great coaching staff who care. you got players that care. you got a good group. They're yeah. playing badly. They're not. They're not playing with the right amount of juice, and they've certainly been reminded of what it takes to win here. I would assume we'll see some sort of changes coming up in the energy level and the pizzazz by which they play with. That wraps us up on postcast. Have a good night.